0: The Mighty Whites Podcast is recorded at the Medicine Room Studios. For more information, visit medicineroomstudios.com.
1: Hi, welcome to episode 43 of the Mighty Whites Podcast. I'm Jack, and I'm joined in person by... I believe the term would be jet-lagged. KC?
0: I have no idea what's happening.
1: Uh, What time did you set off?
0: Uh, Seven o'clock yesterday morning.
1: Right, uh, and to let people in, it is half past 7pm on Tuesday.
0: Yeah, uh, anything could happen in the next half hour.
1: Episodes will last four minutes maximum. Yes. Uh, Slightly curtailed episode, because we don't have any games since we last had one. Well, we do actually have one, but we'll give that its own segment because it deserves it. Uh, Just a bit of admin from the last one, because I forgot to take notes. Uh, KC is still 13 points ahead in the predictions.
0: What a turnaround from last season. Going into the last game of the season, thinking relegation fodder.
1: Yeah, Turning relegation fodder (laughs) into someone at the top of the league, you're like our very own Marcelo Bielsa. Only, you know, worse in every conceivable way.
0: I'll take that. That, that. that still sounds like a compliment. I'll go with it.
1: Not if you're Peter Shilton, because as we know... Well.
0: <laughs> Bloody top flight foreign managers coming over here <laughs> doing jobs well. Bastards.
1: So, yeah, uh, first bit of news is a Leeds United bit of news that isn't on his notes because it happened after I wrote them. But uh, Leeds United Association Football Club Limited no longer exists. Now, I'll be honest... We're all going to die! Now, I'll be honest, I thought it didn't exist... In what was it? Two thousand and eight, two thousand seven, yeah, nine. I don't know when it was. I, uh, I honestly, I've no idea. I, it's that long ago now that, we're, that all the Ken Bates bollocks happened that I really don't know when it was. But I think it was 7 seven, wasn't it?
0: Yes, the. I mean, all the administration stuff happened in the summer of two thousand
1: seven. Right. So yeah, it'll have been then. But yeah, with uh, the the. Uh, actual company has finally been wound up by the liquidators, which just seems like it should have happened ages ago. I wonder if they've been getting paid that whole time. Uh, well, according to Mike Thornton's article, which uh, you should all go read, um, I believe on Twitter it's, it's something with like X, Y, Z in it. Oh, that's the website. It's Mike underscore J underscore Thornton on Twitter because he, as he as he did during the 49ers coming in, things like that, he knows his financial stuff, and he's probably the best person to go with on this. But yeah, uh, he's written up quite a lot about it, which I genuinely have not had time to read. But just having a skim, there's one bit that really stood out. In total, people and businesses rode almost 19 million. The liquidator spent almost 1 million, but did not did manage to not spend three quarters of a million pounds which went to the little people. So the liquidator spent one million pound in getting just 750,000 pounds to be split between 3,000 creditors.
0: You guys can't see this and probably can't hear it, but just imagine an ape sat scratching the top of his head. That, that's what I make of that.
1: Yeah. Uh, obviously, he goes into a lot more detail and because I don't properly understand it, I'm not really going to get massively into it, but so the that is the original Leeds United company? Yeah. And it no longer exists? No. Which is a bit weird, even though it's no. only weird now I think about it, because as I say, I thought it didn't exist eight years ago.
0: Weird, because, you know, Bolton have survived longer than them. But who would have thought that two weeks ago?
1: Ah, oh, they'll keep surviving, because eventually, if they don't, someone will just beat the fuck out of Ken Anderson until he sells.
0: Sorry, there's a wrestling reference in there as well as getting Ken Anderson to sell. But, um, yeah, just a very odd piece of news that was expect- And I assume, like you, we all thought this had been dealt with long ago.
1: Yeah, it was all done. So does that mean that that... Is that the last Ken Bates stain except for the stain on the Queen cladding? <laughs> Around Leeds United. Is that the final one?
0: Yeah, because if I remember rightly, shortly after he was uh, shortly after he was sacked as president, they did burn his seat in a in a, with a ritual dance around it to rid Ellen Road of his spirits.
1: Yeah, and the, what was left of the chair was uh, snorted by Massimo Cellino. <laughs> <laughs> That's not illegal, so I don't have to say anything. <laughs> it's
0: fine. Snorting the ashes of a chair. He's allowed to snort a
1: chair. <laughs> uh, anyway, away from Leeds and. Back into financial worries, uh, Birmingham City have had a nine-point deduction.
0: But Harry Redknapp doesn't think this is anything to do with him.
1: No, it's nothing to do with him, neither was Portsmouth, neither was the West Ham team that ended up going down. I'm pretty sure I saw the other
0: day that he'd said that none of the players at the club were his.
1: He, at one point, I believe, said that he didn't know who Hotter was. You know, like the guy who was one of the best players in the Championship and they bought for seven million quid. I dare say if you asked any manager at any level in England, they would have known who he was.
0: Yeah. I mean, they, they've they've been through a lot of financial hardship even before the FFP came in when the, when they first, oh, what, when they last what, got relegated from the premiership.
1: What was his name? Carson Young?
0: Yes, he was the one that got imprisoned. I,
1: I think he's still in prison, isn't
0: he? <laughs> yeah, all is at What is it? He got imprisoned. Was it back in China?
1: Uh, I don't think it's China. I think it might be. Well, it's... Without wanting to be political, I think it's Hong Kong, but I'm not sure. Ah, oh, so Britain then. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's ooh, it. Ooh, political. It's t- no, it's time. We need to get the empire spirit back. I've, heard, <laughs> I've literally heard that monocle twat say it.
0: <laughs> but yeah, d- and they've gone through this horrible period of their owner being arrested, his assets frozen, still owning and having to pay Nikola Zigic for a three-year period.
1: Nikola Zygic, the destroyer of Simon Grayson.
0: And A.D. White. Yeah. Because, you know, put A.D. White on him on a corner. Makes sense. Uh, He is still in jail. Probably for the best. Yeah. (laughs) But this is is the first... This is essentially the first full three-year period of FFP, isn't it, I believe? Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, or up to the last set of accounts. So to, strictly speaking, this season we're in now will be the fourth.
1: It's the first one where they haven't got promoted, so been able to run away.
0: Yes, it, it, it's it's a very strange thing to look at now uh, you, in this climate. With there's a lot of people who are critical of FFP because obviously it stops owners putting just putting any amount of money yeah. in. But at the same time, that that if the rules are that you have to run your company in a certain, that you have to run your company in a certain way and you can only make a certain amount of losses and then you don't, and then you exceed those um, those negative aspects of it, then I, I don't have a lot of sympathy.
1: Yeah. The thing with FFP at the minute is that I think it's a decent idea that's not been done very well. Yeah. You know, there's, uh, wanting to stop, clubs hemorrhaging money is a good idea but it clearly hasn't worked when you look at the championship mm. in, in particular the championship it's horrendous like and it happens in League One as well like it came out with Blackburn's accounts that when they got back up from League One that season in League One that were spending like £210 on wages for every £100 of revenue Jesus and yeah. that that doesn't include all your other costs that's just the wages
0: yeah um, and I dare say if you look, I'd, uh, I'd love to see what that number is or was for Wolves.
1: Wolves were 200 and summer as well, but because they went up. Yeah. Which, to be honest, because they only did it properly for one year, they did do it a little bit the year before, but because they only went full on for one year, that was an actual gamble and it worked.
0: The thing I'm trying to figure Because they out have now, made
1: it back this year.
0: Does, so does, does getting new owners... Yeah, uh, do anything.
1: Yeah, it sort of wipes your slate clean because vi- that's why Villa were completely yeah. screwed. But because someone else bought the club, they're all right. I, which you know doesn't make sense. But...
0: Yeah, yeah, which kind of seems a fairly easy way around it. Well, uh, because I'm, I'm pretty sure if you look into it, that there will be a way to essentially sign off the club to someone else, well, declare so, them as a new owner. But
1: yeah, I suppose for example, Radrizani's always said he's not willing to just plough money in and plough money in and plough money in. Mm-hmm. But it's a loss-making club and he said, I've got like a maximum of five years. So let's say that's him in his head saying, all right, I am willing to lose 30 million quid to have a go at this. Yeah. It almost mm-hmm. makes it like, if you, if other owners who are willing to lose 30 million, if they really wanted to, they could have one 30 million pound go. Yeah. And then if they don't go up just south club, Hmm. It's uh, it, and you'd end up at the same point, but quicker, the max power way.
0: Yeah. And I, th- I think, unfortunately, I think that rule, if you were to get rid of it and say no matter who the owner is, then you would have people who might try something like that, but then when they try and sell, there's people who are going to be less interested because they know in yeah. two or three seasons' time that it's, it's nigh on impossible to turn that loss around.
1: Yeah. If you know the next season... You're buying a club that's going to start on minus 10. Yeah. Yeah, because obviously, like Birmingham got seven for the FFP violation and three for signing Christian Pedersen while embargoed. I just like the
0: idea. It was because they just, no, not Christian Pedersen. That's three points.
1: Yeah. (laughs) And then they got one of them back because they kind of helped. They didn't try and hide things in the investigation and stuff like that. They paid
0: their speeding ticket on time.
1: Yeah. That was uh,
0: very American.
1: Well, you know, you've literally just got back. I'm willing To give, off the plate. <laughs> I'm willing to give you a day to get yourself back.
0: To be fair, you know, it's good to be back in Leeds, our fine soccer establishment.
1: No. <laughs> Not if even jokingly. If you hear no. a
0: door closing in the next five seconds, that's me being kicked out.
1: And you'll hear it closing on his head.
0: It'll make a nice, uh, like the sound of two coconuts being knocked together. That's apparently what that sounds like.
1: <laughs> yeah, uh, well, that's, that's them. We'll play them again later, so we'll, we'll play them in uh, again later. We'll play them for the second time this season, a week on Saturday, so we'll come on to that. And that's uh, the end of Moneybox here on uh, BBC Radio 4. Yeah. Um, Colin Wanker's been having a bit of a dig.
0: I do feel if your team is in the midst of a relegation battle, describing a team as having a soft belly is a tad hypocritical.
1: Yeah, I um, I just think looking like him and accusing someone <laughs> of having a soft belly <laughs> is a tad hypocritical. Um, yeah, St. Leeds have got a soft belly and that's why we won't get automatic promotion. Now, we might not get automatic promotion because I think that there's three teams that are good enough to get it. And one's going to miss out, so there's a chance it's us. I but ta- I don't think we've got a softer belly than the other two. I don't think it's anything to do with that.
0: I don't know if you could describe any top three team in the championship of having a soft of, of having a soft belly. Out of twenty four teams, you're saying the third best. Well, you know they're a bit soft, aren't they? They're not. They're not entirely up for it. Like
1: it's saying that a team with Berardi the... and Janssen is soft. Yeah, say that to their faces. Well, Janssen might lay down. <laughs> <laughs> Depends whether we need to waste some time on or... that. Alright, So today, coming home, like uh,
0: in in the aid to rid, uh, rid my bedroom of the thousands of pictures of my ex girlfriend I had adorning the walls, my bed, on the ceiling. My mum's replaced a couple of pictures with pictures of her. No, there is a picture of. They'll never love you as much <laughs> as me. Apparently while I was away, there was a picture of Pontus Janssen delivered to my house that says the the Janssenator, where he's half Terminator, half Pontus Janssen. I have
1: seen that picture knocking about on Twitter. I've no idea where it's come from, well, but I'm it's gu- now in my bedroom. I'm guessing your mum bought it.
0: No, she said it was delivered to like to me. Like It was posted Did to me. Did you buy name.
1: something drunk? I don't think so. Is that poster made by the same people that make the Baradi Fight Club shirt and maybe they sent you it free? Maybe.
0: That's the only other thing I can think of. I am rocking the Barati Fight Club shirt, though. That's what
1: reminded me. Yeah.
0: Um, if it's not that, then I'm I'm concerned. I think you might have bought that drunk. Maybe I'm... Well, I don't normally shop when I'm drunk. I eat a lot when I'm drunk. Maybe you wanted to eat
1: a picture of Tom Shutter.
0: I want him in me forever. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, you Mr. stood there like oh, next Mr to- Burns oh <laughs> were gonna we say, could you be stood together there. forever oh <laughs> <laughs> I, w- I wasn't going to go with the Simpsons reference I was going to go with the uh, what are you stood next to Joey at Estelle's funeral <laughs> 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 Al Zebrugger everyone <laughs> oh, I'm so glad you could remember his name because I couldn't <laughs> that's, a,
0: that's about I may have said Zebrugger instead of Zebucker but you know close enough
1: yeah, and I respect him, the man. Yeah. Uh, Swansea are another club that are a bit financially fucked by the looks of it. Uh, they are considering a mass redundancy of employees and are asking some of their staff to take voluntary redundancy. Luckily for them, they didn't have a guy pull out of a couple of deals that could have made them 10 million quid and save them about 70 grand a week on deadline day. Because, you know, if a chairman had done that, and then, I don't know, maybe resigned the next day... You you can, could consider that an incredibly wankerish thing to do to your staff, couldn't you? If you really thought about it for I don't know a third of a second.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm sure the canteen staff are fucking thrilled that Daniel James is still there now.
1: I must admit though, he looked fucking good in that Wales game.
0: <laughs> yeah, and he had a he had a good game against Man City as well, he didn't he? In the cup,
1: terrified like shitting Kyle Walker up some at rotten. <laughs> Is um, he, he looks a bit
0: good. Fair play to him. Like mm. he, He's doing a lot better than I thought he was going to do after all that went down. Yeah. He's, he's just got his head down yeah. and kept going.
1: It's almost like when Bielsa says a player's good, he's usually right.
0: Yeah. Who would have thought?
1: Yeah. Uh, the last bit of non under 23s news, because obviously at all the start of this podcast is going to be. In fact, it'll probably be quite a short podcast in general. Uh, some twat attacked Gary McAllister in Leeds on Saturday night.
0: Yeah, I, I only I saw this. I think I saw it probably early hours this morning while I was sat in Brussels. As as me and Jack were discussing earlier, I didn't watch the under 23s game, but I do. I do. I am aware of this at least. Um, that's just a fucking dick thing. To, I mean, I think attacking anyone's an absolute
1: coward's game. Anyway, just yeah, there's been some like uh, conflicting reports. Some saying that he was just wrong place, wrong time, and he was the random guy. Mm. and some are saying that no it was because he was an ex-player and that got mentioned by someone but I yeah. don't know what's come from where or anything yeah. like that uh, obviously if anyone knows I do link police but I don't believe it I mean as it goes I was in town on Saturday night but I didn't
0: it didn't I, happen across Gary Mack
1: no it didn't It didn't happen anywhere near uh, Adelphi yeah
0: it's just a horrible thing to happen, is Yeah, and it was just... with
1: it, it, was with his missus as well. They'd just been out for a meal. Uh because he played in like a Liverpool Legends game earlier in the day. Mm. And yeah. And Don Matteo was saying on Facebook that uh by the injuries, they reckon he had like brass nooks on or something. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully they catch for the twat that did it.
0: Yeah, hope hopefully. Hopefully. Again, if if people have any information, just you know, call yeah. the police.
1: I mean, you know. It's not like it's, I mean, there is never a right time to do it, but like, it's not like it's the day after he went to Cov. Yeah. So you can't even come up with a reason, a bad reason, admittedly. But.
0: Just punching him in the face while singing You Only Went For The Money. Yeah. That was in 1996.
1: Christ yeah, I, 90. I only know of it. I don't even remember it. That was the summer before I started going.
0: Yeah, same for me. Yeah. That's um, all I ever knew Gary McAllister of for a good solid year and a half was, oh, that scumbag who went to Coventry. <laughs> boo, boo him. And then it turned out he was still really good and went to
1: Liverpool. Yeah, at like 36 and ran midfield <laughs> and won treble. <laughs> Not, no, won a treble. They didn't win treble. Turn, turns out... The treble, <laughs> as much as I hate him, is that thing that gone won.
0: Yeah, just, just <laughs> turns out turns out he was still a top quality midfielder at that point. Yeah, him and Emil Heskey in a team. What a strange time.
1: Yeah, <laughs> Emil Heskey,
0: you know, back when he was good, Peggy Alpeksad. My, <laughs> Sorry, go- I'm just listing random players Arpex- over at Liverpool now. There was
1: a point where Peggy Alpeksad was like my go-to backup goalkeeper on FM because he was surprisingly good, and you could get him off Leicester for about six grand.
0: Yeah. I think that's probably what Liverpool did while they were just getting hesky Just went,
1: we'll take him as well. But well, we've already got Jimmy Traore What? <laughs> <laughs> How bad can he be?
0: <laughs> ah, I saw. I saw um, on Instagram a couple of weeks ago there was going to be a Liverpool Legends versus, and it might have been the I game. Think, Gary I McAllister, think that's what the Liverpool game was. Liverpool Legends versus Ireland Legends, and I'm pretty sure Jimmy Traore was a name on the Liverpool Legends team.
1: Well, he won the Champions League. It's like an ironic legend. <laughs> you know, like, uh, who, who could Leeds have for that? Like, an ironic legend. Who you'd look. Steve Hodge? Someone, Championship winner? Yeah, it's like, just, no, because he, he's a bit too good. You Jacob want, Burns. You want someone who was there. I mean, he was there when we were going well. But you want Darren, some, Huckabee. You want, yeah, Darren Huckabee yeah, Darren Hookerby won't be a bad one because I like. I, I ca- liked
0: him. He came off the bench in a lot of those early Champions League games.
1: Darren Hookerby scored, scored. Darren Huckabee's real achievement for Leeds. Didn't we win a Masters? That Sky Sports oh, Masters football. That
0: There was like him, played- Mark Jackson. Um, I'm trying to remember who else was in there now. But it was a team that really came, to, really came yeah. together in their mid forties. He, like, he like
1: played up front for him, and he was still only about 37, He was yeah. <laughs> just running show. to the extent where you were going. I'll tell you what, a League Two club <laughs> could, <laughs> could do worse. Could do worse than signing. him. <laughs> oh, uh, I'll tell you who else played. Who? Oh, he's got who's got winning the Youth Cup final. Um,
0: which one are we talking about here?
1: Ninety-seven. Uh, I think ninety-seven. Because uh, I think he played Lee Matthews.
0: No, it won't be Lee Matthews. He's a big lad these days. I see a lot of Lee Matthews because he's. I follow the agency he works for, and I'm guessing Lee Matthews will have retired in kind of in his mid twenties.
1: But he's uh, a big yeah. lad now. It's not. It's not that because I'm wrong. I'm looking at the '97 Youth Cup final, and it wasn't that. Uh, Lee Matthews retired in 2007 because he was there. Yeah. Ah, bollocks. It'll come to me halfway through. Yeah. Jamie Forrester.
0: There you go. Jamie
1: Forrester, ninety-three, not ninety-seven. Yeah. That's who I was thinking of. He played as well.
0: Yeah, one of those teams that you really looked and just went, This this has all come together for them, you know. For some of them, twenty years after they've been in the club, but
1: Yeah. And speaking of Leeds youth teams winning things, <laughs> <laughs> get in. <laughs> Uh, yeah, last night. Although you have only seen like the celebrations of this rather than that because you were travelling.
0: Yeah, I watched. I watched ninety seconds of them high fiving fans and shaking hands with each other. Instead of the ninety second highlights. Yeah.
1: Uh, yeah. That, Colchester, that, Colchester, that's Colchester decision Nill.
0: making when you've been awake for twenty five hours. <laughs>
1: yeah. Excellent work. Uh, Colchester nil leads to Ryan Edmondson. with both goals. Uh, Both goals were, first one, uh, Jordan Stevens down the right, good pressure, one ball back, pull back, good finish from Edmondson. Second one, Jack Clark, who came on at half-time and just, as usual, stood out so much, it's ridiculous. It's
0: almost like you might be too good for the under-23s.
1: Yeah, uh, ran in down the right, squared it, and Edmondson kind of scuffed the ball in from about two yards, couldn't miss. But uh, Leeds weren't at the best, but by far better side, but... The main thing is Leeds win the PDL North. Yeah. Football's coming home. Yeah, So I don't know what we have even worried about. We've already won the league.
0: Yeah. It was, um, it was quite nice. I know earlier in the day, Burnley, the Burnley under-23s played and they lost. And, yeah, I and think that, they
1: got beat 3-2 by Bristol City.
0: And that, that's what kind of created that opening of if we win, the title it's is ours. Is this is this like the under eighteens? Do we now go into a playoff?
1: Yeah, uh, we've won the North League. Whoever win, we then play whoever won, wins the South one.
0: To be the PDL national winners. Yeah.
1: And obviously we're in the are we now are we now into the semi final of the PDL Cup? Or, the or was it quarters? Might be the quarters. I can't I cannot remember whether that Fulham game was the quarters or the last sixteen. I think, I think it was if that was the first knockout round, yeah, it? so that sure. must have been the 16.
0: Yeah, because it wasn't long since that we played Newcastle, yeah. and that was the, and that was the, the last, group last group game. Yeah,
1: but yeah, uh, they've fully deserved it because I haven't seen every game, but I've seen probably most of them. Mm. We've they've played some tremendous stuff outside of like I mean there was one awful one where they got beat like 3-1 by Crew and ours was in the last minute when Samu Saez played it did the 23s and looked like it'd have rather been literally <laughs> anywhere else
0: at all <laughs> and he wasn't too fussed with being in Leeds at this no, point he was,
1: so sorry, he definitely didn't want to be in Crew <laughs> Uh, But for the most part, they've been really good to watch. Uh, I don't know. I don't have the actual full on stats. I think Edmondson's got like 14, 15 goals. It's 15
0: goals in all competitions for Edmondson this season. That's what I saw.
1: Yeah. uh, Obviously, Izzy Brown's got seven or eight. But he, as much as he's played a lot, he doesn't really count Mm. for this. But uh, there's. We'll go through a lot. I'll I'll bring up a lot of players' names because I know you haven't seen as much as me, but you have seen a bit. But the main question. And I do not want to think about this moment, but it's been the main question going around Twitter. And we have actually asked it before a while ago, but is Carlos Cabrera and Leeds United's next manager?
0: It would make a lot of sense, because given the loyalty of Bielsa's staff, you, you can't see any of them staying when oh no, he goes. Oh, no,
1: Kiroga, uh, they're all going
0: yeah. when he um, goes. And he is... Playing the exact same style with the under twenty threes, so he's been getting used to that as well. So it would just make sense to continue the way we've been playing, so someone can just step up and just continue what is happening, as opposed to bringing someone in who's going to bring in a different style of football altogether.
1: Yeah. I said there is a chance it's this summer. I just hope it isn't. But like, I'd have no problem if Cabrera gets that job. Matt Jackson takes over the twenty threes and his first team coach. With the first team to do both, like is now, yeah. uh, who's uh, Richard Cresswell is down there, isn't he? So he, he, yeah,
0: he's the head of the academy, isn't he? He's like head
1: of the academy. So whoever's doing the sixteens takes on the eighteens. Yeah, I, I'd have no problem with him carrying on like that and just keep this sort of. Now, now that we have started playing this style, I do not want this to change.
0: No, it's it's the opening of Pandora's box. Unfortunately, we've except good, I imagine where yeah. we've. <laughs> We've seen how wonderful this style of football can be—just attacking, pr- you know, pressing, high energy—and to then go, "All right, we're going to bring in a manager. We're going to go, uh, you know, with a four-three-three. Going to have two. You know, it's all about you know keeping possession of the ball, just hold it deep, and you know, just uh, I don't know. I just I don't want to see anything else now."
1: No, it's been brilliant. <laughs> just waiting for Leeds Lee United's new manager, Frank Lampard. <laughs> you know when Spygate first happened?
0: Ah, oh, Frank. Oh, Frank.
1: But no, uh, he it, doesn't want to talk about Spygate, though. No, he doesn't. Does. Don't want to bring it up. Uh, yeah, they've been brilliant. I have. I've made a note of a few players just to talk about. I think one of the good things is I think we're set on goalkeepers. Hmm. Like, obviously, Casilla first choice, Peacock Fowler second, but Miazek and Huffer have both been absolutely fine to be backups. Miazek made one really good save at 1-0. Mm. That's that really good save. But below him, Harrison Mail, I've been really impressed with where he's played ball out from the back, even though he did mess up against uh, against Fulham and ended up getting sent off. Yeah. But for the most part, he's been great, and he's, you know, 17 or something, he's going to screw up.
0: It's very much the youth coach in me that... I know at that age, by the time you get into that age, you you concentrate more on wins. But at the same time, there is that thing of looking going, He's an under-18s keeper. At least he's trying to do things yeah. th- that way.
1: And even once he got sent off, Josh Ray did okay once mm. he came in as well. Uh, so I think that we set there. Uh, Bryce Zanel at right back, if he wouldn't have had an injury, he'd have made his first team debut by now.
0: mm. I've I've heard a few good things about prices. Anna. He's
1: really quick. Gets up and gets really up and down. So he suits the style of play. He's looked really good. The centre backs all season have looked pretty good. Helmer's been great, and Strike, who was originally, I was thinking at the end of this season he gets released, and it still could happen. But the last sort of five games, he's really stepped it up. Mm. So he might get he might get another year, or a loan somewhere or something. Yeah, I was going to say, he'll be 20, maybe 21. Might be 21. But, you know, I, I
0: thinking, you know, unless you've got someone in the in the 18s who...
1: Well, we sort of do. Uh, one who I have also made a note of, because I haven't seen him much, but he's been getting re- good reviews from the 18s as well. Oliver Casey, who signed a pro deal. Mm. He looked quite good the one time I saw him, but I haven't seen enough of him yeah. to really know.
0: But yeah, I mean, Halmers looks solid this season when he's coming oh, to the first
1: team. Oh, only 19.
0: Oh, there you go. You know, I don't giving him an extra year or so, I don't think's the worst idea. Yeah. You know, I, th- I think Halmers look comfortable when he's moved up to the first team this season. Yeah, I'm, fi- I'm fine
1: with him as a backup, definitely. Uh, obviously, some of these are, it's sort of if we go up, they drop down a level. As KC just...
0: Smashing the studio just off.
1: kicks everything. Rock and roll. Yeah, uh, left-backs, we've got so many, I don't even know what to do. Uh, obviously, Leif Davis has made his first team debut and looks fairly solid. Clark Adore, since moving to left-back, has been brilliant. Mm. Like Cassandra on the other side, pace, gets up and down, but he's probably got a bit more technically. In fact, he has got a bit more technically. Yeah, uh, and then, obviously, you've got Tom Pearce out on loan at Scunthorpe still. And then Liam Kitching, who... Hmm. I forgot about Liam Kitching. I know that it's only the conference, but he's had two years there and been in the team the whole time doing well. Scored a few goals as Yeah, well. so...
0: There was... I did see... In terms
1: of young left-backs...
0: Um, Stuart McCall just got sacked at Scunthorpe as yeah, well. Yeah, he did. yeah. So... It'll be interesting to see because Tom Pearce got that goal the other week, didn't he? If...
1: The haters will say it's a cross.
0: Yeah, um, <laughs> but yeah, hopefully he. he uh, I mean, what have we got now—seven, eight games till the end of the season. So hopefully, at least he'll just stay in this Gunthorpe team till the end of the season.
1: Hopefully, because I, I mean, I def- I really like Tom Pearce.
0: It's just a shame. It's a shame for him now that, or uh, for any left backs that we now have. Alioski playing the way he is from left back.
1: Yeah,
0: because now you've got. Content with Alioski and Douglas as opposed where before it was just Douglas and
1: one of you'd get to be his backup.
0: Yeah, and Leaf and Leaf Davis came in. Um, Barardi could play there, but I, th- I think we we and all... Dallas
1: as well. I I don't like him there, but Beals. I don't want to see Dallas at
0: right back, let alone left back.
1: Yeah. Uh, one thing that I think it helped strike is Hugo Diaz moving forward into the Phillips role looks a much better because he's another one who I thought because he's like captain as well mm. I thought that that was him done because I think he is a bit older I think he is like 21, 22 yeah but as a holding mid he looks much more suited
0: Hey, Spanish that's yeah. what he gets you
1: so I think, he'll, I think he'll probably get to stay as well uh, and like centre mids and defensive mids obviously there's Shackleton but he's a first team player now
0: yeah, he played. He played the first half, didn't he?
1: Yeah, like, like I consider him a first team player dropping down now when he plays for Yeah, like when Clark's played, same as that. It was a it was a halftime triple substitution, wasn't it? Yeah, they do that a lot of 23s because they want to manage the minutes. Yeah, I've seen him. I've seen him do that a few times. Uh, but I also, as well as Diaz playing in mid, I like Callum Neisel and Alpha McAlmont.
0: Yeah, McAllen's someone who I've heard more and more of as the yeah. season's gone on. He
1: didn't play yesterday because he went away with Northern Ireland's under-21s. He'd been playing in the under-19s and stuff, and now he's he's graduated a yeah. level. And obviously I really rate Robbie Gotts as well, although what I've seen of him, I still prefer him as a right-back to a centre-mid, but he can definitely play both. Mm. But like they've all had good seasons. Obviously he didn't play yesterday because he went away with Poland's under-20s, but I might have only watched him four times, but I really rate Bogut's.
0: Yeah, I've I've seen it as well as as well as your comments, there's quite a few people speaking very highly of him on Twitter.
1: Yeah. I mean, obviously main number ten second half of the season's been Brown, but he don't count. Uh but one thing that I've liked I've liked <laughs> poor is he
0: brown, he what? doesn't count as an under twenty threes player, he doesn't count as a first team player.
1: No, he's just a quiz answer. That's just, all he it is it's at the just a body. <laughs> yeah, uh one thing that I have liked to see in the last few weeks is a uh, Kuntemanushkov's been getting a lot more of a run. Mm. scored a few goals. He's played up front, but he's also played on the wing and dropped in and played as a number 10. There was, it was the Charlton game where we won 4-0. And the number 10 was Temenoshkov and the number 8 in the click roll was Bogus. Ooh. And the, when they got the ball down Sounds and played... Very when they got the ball down and played, it was unbelievable <laughs> to watch. It was
0: so good. Yeah, T- Temenoshkov who... Because he had a great season last year, season with the 18s and... Yeah.
1: Well, it's like him and, and Nyssel... Like nice old captain V18s to win it league last year. Now he's in the 23s and of one league. Same goes for Temenushkov.
0: Mm. It's good having these options and uh, you know outside. <laughs> despite the fact I haven't actually seen it, like anything outside of the highlights of most of this. <laughs> again, he just he, he, his name crops up a lot. Yeah, you know. Now last season it was for the amount of goals he was getting for the 18s, and like you say, it's quite nice seeing him. Playing in a few different positions now and being versatile, which is something that you know if Bielsa's here, or even obviously if it was Cabrera, and then at least he has the knowledge of these players and he'll have some faith in them if if they ever need to step up.
1: Yeah, he's a, and I think when you're in a team that's going to be playing with one main striker, if you're a striker, you need to learn, yeah, to play other positions because hence,
0: we'll look at Tyler Roberts. Yeah, with you
1: know, Ruth and Bamford. And then Roberts, mm. and for him, Ryan Edmondson. Yeah, you know he needs to be able to play other positions if he's going to get his chance. Hey, Ryan Edmondson's still seventeen. Ryan Edmondson is been. He'll
0: be uh, he'll be eighteen at the end of the season, won't he? Because I think he yeah, was it's... it before the last game last season. He, he turned
1: turns... seventeen in Myanmar.
0: Yes, that was it.
1: Because he was sixteen when he made his debut on last day the season. Sending their kid to Burma. Yeah. Jesus uh obviously Jordan Stevens as well he's another one cuz he was when we bought him he was like a center/holding slash holding mid yeah was the description given to me and he's played on the wing all season and he's quick and skillful and definitely in a holding mid <laughs> and again i wonder how much uh,
0: cuz obviously this is Cabrera's second season so he'll know these players quite well but i do wonder how much Uh, input Bielsa will have with looking at some of these players and go you know try him on the right wing
1: I I would wager quite a bit Mm. I mean they all pretty much they've been saying that like all the under 23s train with the first team Yeah, it's like almost one session Uh, obviously Stevens can be a little bit inconsistent but again he's young stuff like that happens Uh, Bobby Camworth I haven't seen much of people who've seen more of him rate him quite highly in, he had one game where he scored one and set one up that I did see, and he looked pretty good. But yeah. I haven't seen enough. He'd, he'd be like the other winger, because generally speaking, one of the wingers has been a first-team winger. Like, for the first <laughs> half of the season, Jack Harrison played a lot. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, Edmondson has done really well. As It's 15, you were saying, because you've actually read a stat.
0: Yeah, that, that was one of the few things I did glean from after this game. It's 15 in all competitions, so that'll be uh, the PDL man, as well. Bernie uh, Man missed... Because.
1: He missed six weeks or so. Mm.
0: Well, it's good because, again, the, the, the under 23s don't always play as regularly as the first team either. Um, they, they can go a few weeks at a time where they'll only have the one game a week. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, again, good to see a young lad playing regularly, getting goals. Um, I, I,
1: st- I still think that while Roof's out, I'd but, rather have Edmonton on the bench than Gotts. Yeah, I would like us us to have one out-and-out striker on the bench just in case we need it.
0: Yeah, that—that's the thing. If if for any reason we you've got to take Bamford and Roberts off, then all of a sudden you you don't have a great attacking. You know,
1: no, you'd be playing Clark up front or something like that.
0: Yeah, to be honest, the one I'd probably look. In
1: fact, no, it'd be Hernandez false nine. He's done that before.
0: Either that, or to be honest, the one I'd have probably gone for would be maybe Alioski. I actually think he'd probably, uh, depending on the style of the game, because I think with Hernandez playing that false nine role, that he wanted to play a bit deeper against Sheffield United in that yeah. game. I, if if you're looking to kind of push further on, I think Alioski might be the person, but would also be offside a lot,
1: a really lot. Uh, but then you you look at Edmonton doing that well, and you think, well, next season Malik Wilkes will be back as well.
0: I mean, I mean, there's definitely question marks over Malik Wilkes as well. Cause I think there's, because there's he might be in jail. Yes. I, <laughs> yeah, that. Uh, Hopefully
1: not, but we don't know what's happened. So, uh, But again, he's had
0: uh, another solid season out on loan. This
1: uh, one has been his better season. Yeah. Because last season, didn't he have and Stanley and Notts County? Yeah, he came and back he, he in January. Okay, he did okay, but this, his first choice every week, he scored like 10 or 11 goals and set a few mm. up and the couple of they've been on telly a couple of times and when I did see him it looked he didn't always make the right decision at the end but he always looked dangerous
0: yeah it'll be interesting to see I as much as I I do it on Football Manager I never want us to become that club that owns all the good young players and just sends them out on loan mm. but it's always tough with strikers as it is with goalkeepers because it's a bottleneck. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's, once you get set in that system of, of playing one striker, it, it's very difficult to bring players on. And uh, if you fight, if you get some talented young players, but then you know they're not going to get the game time, you, you really need to get rid of them.
1: Yeah. Uh, well, these have the, I've noted down a few more names, and it's just basically, do they have any future? Leads, some of them I think are fairly obvious, but there's a couple that I think some of a, them
0: I've forgotten were here.
1: Yeah, uh, well, that's why these are all on the first line. Uh, Adrian Balboa, I was gonna say no, no, uh, Alex Machuca, no, Oriol Ray, who did look okay, but still, yeah, I mean, he's a center mid slash DM slash C. Is it
0: Oriol Ray who went out on loan last season couldn't get a game?
1: No, I think Ray played most of last season.
0: Who was it that we had that went out on loan to? Not last, Palmas?
1: Well, that was Hadi Sako this year.
0: Yeah, I'm not thinking. it. Who was? Who? It was one of the lads we initially signed. Oh, to
1: him. Leonessa. Yes. Um. Oh, Dutch guy, uh, Boy. That was it. Who? I think he still has. He is. Yeah. Is that a? Uh, is it PEC Zwolle? I think. Yeah, I forgot. He's older than twenty-three.
0: Yes, he he was twenty-four when we started. So it him won't lately.
1: have been in my list. But yeah, he he's off as well. Yeah, sorry, uh, Ariel. To- Oliver Sarkic.
0: I'm I'm assuming for you yeah. probably is he st- is he here or is he out on loan? He's out
1: on loan somewhere.
0: Okay, okay they,
1: all four of those I think are on loan in like the Spanish third tier or something. I
0: was gonna say Sarkic I've really not heard a lot back about. Which is sad. He came in with a bit of promise, and, and I don't know if it's the fact he's like, oh, he's got a fancy foreign name and yeah. he's from At Grimsby.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he can
0: play for about three countries.
1: The second list, uh, I I think that these will all go, but there are arguments for some of them. Uh, Conor Shocknessy, who will still have like two years left on his deal. Yeah, th- there's a player in there. I I've I don't know it. how he's been getting on at Hearts to be honest. I know his debut he got slagged off to I, Evan, but mm. after that I don't know.
0: Yeah, I yeah, having not kept up with him it's hard to say but again clearly he was he was out the door fairly quickly.
1: Apparently he's played four games for Hearts. That's not. That doesn't sound like a lot. No. Uh Another one who struggled for game time, both at Blackpool and then at Bradford, Poddy O'Connor.
0: I'm concerned that he's not getting
1: in the Bradford team. Bearing in mind that Bradford's defence is appalling. Yeah. Plus the whole team is appalling. I d- they were... There's a 13 team relegation battle in League One, and they're the only team that you look at and think, yeah, they're gone.
0: Yeah. Um, I did. They were recently described. To me, the Bradford team were described to me by a friend of the podcast, Mark Young, as a as a bunch of mercenaries. Yeah, which is you know I was looking at a couple of but they've got like they've got Sean Scanlon who is a good player.
1: Yeah, when he was at
0: Palace and Men Huddersfield, he looked. He's he's been at least like and up he's... until this season, he's been a Championship yeah. player his whole career,
1: and he's not that old either. He's only yeah. like thirty.
0: Um they've got some good players there, but it's all just gone off the rails this season.
1: But if Paddy O'Connor's not getting in that side, yeah. he did well when he actually got a chance at Leeds, in fairness to him. but yeah, I, just I, think... I
0: still remember him, like, he stood out in that Villa performance the season, last season, when that was the game when it was him and Diaz, wasn't yeah.
1: it? Yeah, I think that the problem he's got is that his strength is battle really hard, wimp ball, be strong, be a bit Physical. of a shit house. I'm not sure his strength is passing the ball out from the back. Mm. And I think that could do for him. I think, it, but the difference with him is, I think he'll have no problem getting a club.
0: Yeah. He's, well, he's...
1: Even though this season hasn't worked out for him, someone, it, it, to be honest, particularly if Bradford go down, if he's working hard in training, mm. and Leeds will probably just go, no one knows anyone anything, just go. Yeah. they could, If they're going to play in League 2,
0: that wouldn't yeah. be a
1: bad signing. Uh, Yosuke Adaguchi.
0: I'm not going to lie, I still couldn't tell you a thing about him.
1: Yeah, you he's, could. He's Japanese.
0: Well, <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you anything about the way he plays. I, I, honestly, like, I've having never seen him play for us, I've no idea how he's got on in...
1: Well, he's been injured all season, hasn't, oh, yeah, he? He has, hasn't he? He did his knee, and then he just about got back, and it went again. And Holy crap,
0: Eunan Kane is still here. Yes, he is. Wow.
1: He's not on this list, because this is just young players, but yeah. I think that... I hope this is... I think his contract's up in the summer, though. Eunan OK. Because when he went on loan to Luton, we said, this loan takes him up to the end of his deal.
0: Mm. So So then they shot him in his knee and sent him back.
1: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, Idaguchi I'm hoping, because he is back training, but he can play a couple of games at Gro I still don't know how you pronounce it. I always want to say it's Groy- to Firth,
0: Gr- but I'm not Firth. Sure
1: Gro- but I'm not sure if it's Grufer or Groyte or something like that.
0: Come on, Jack, you just spent a weekend in Germany. Have you not got the language down yet?
1: Uh, I have the language that's written on the Red Light District. So, ist uh. ist verboten. Oh, lovely. Which I'm fairly sure is sexist. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And finally, one who I actually... I talked about this at the start of the season, Tyler Denton.
0: Yeah, I, I, I can't see him coming through. Um, no.
1: I mean, he's like 23.
0: Yeah, he, And he
1: is a left-back, and a, as we said before, Alioski, Douglas, Leif Davis, Tom Pearce, Clark Adore, Liam Kitchen.
0: Mm. It, it's not ideal. He's got some pace, and he, he looked comfortable going forward.
1: Again, he'll, he'll stay in the leagues... And he'll
0: ha- Yeah, he's, he's, and he's at Peterborough. He's a decent League One club. I think he's been doing all right. Again, I
1: I, I don't think he's played as much as you'd have liked him to, but he's played. He's played a lot more than Paddy O'Connor.
0: But. Yeah. Um, but yeah, again, he he's another one that's had a couple of years of experience now. So I I, I don't think he'll have too much of a problem finding himself a a club in the football and you know in League One or League Two.
1: Now, uh, similar issue, but slightly higher rated. Well, in fact, quite a lot. I awaited. Louis Coyle.
0: I think he'll. Have, I think they'll. They'll take a look at him in preseason.
1: I think it depends what league we're in.
0: Yeah, true. if we go
1: up, I think he's gone. Yeah, right, without a doubt, because I don't think he's. Go, he's not going to play in the championship, but he might be able to get in the squad if he works hard. And, yeah. Uh, I think he's probably gone, no matter what. To be honest, mm. but he's definitely gone if we go up. Which is quite strange because I, I do think. There is Coyle does have a good
0: attacking side to his game I, I, You know, it's not as if Like you were saying about Pauly O'Connor Where he's just not a Bielsa style of player I think Coyle is
1: Closer to it Yeah I think what did for him Was the second that Bielsa saw Jamie Shackleton Yeah And he thought, I that, that lad can play fullback And he's quicker than him mm. I think that did for him
0: It'd be interesting because again, I always wonder with someone like Louis Coyle is if there's a role for him as a backup right winger. Because again, as a fullback who likes to get forward, but you know, like you, you very rarely see it happen. Like you'll see wingers move back, mm. but you don't typically see too many wingers move forward. Like I, I, he maybe doesn't have the pace you'd want for it, but given the aspects of his game. Barry Douglas wouldn't be the worst choice to have as for someone as a left winger. He can he can cross. He mm. can bring the ball forward.
1: As I said I. There's he's, these that's why these ones are at the bottom because mm. these ones are ones I think could stay around. But I do think he'll go. Another one that I think will go, but if I give him another year, I'd be all out right of it. Sam Dolby, Jordan Stevens. No, Jordan Stevens is definitely staying. <laughs> Jordan Stevens is good. Um.
0: Yeah, de- de- I think definitely worth giving him another guard There was a
1: point where I wanted him in the team. Admittedly, it was when we were absolutely awful at the back end of last season, and he was, at that point, still ahead of Edmondson. Yeah. Because Edmondson was obviously 16 and a half. But the problem <laughs> is he's gone, to Mark- he's gone to Markham in January, and I think he's only played twice. Mm. It's, it's tough.
0: It's, it's bad when they're not playing because, essentially, you feel like... the there would be better served being with, back with us then, but...
1: Yeah, you when they do play... Because you know, he did okay in the twenty three is what I saw of him earlier in the season, but, like, when they go down there and play, you can force your way in, like, I know it's a long time ago, but look at Summer at Lincoln. Mm. Like, he scored... Well,
0: be- Beckford had a great season with uh, Scunthorpe, Scunthorpe yeah. the season we got relegated from the Championship, yeah, he which does also make play. you wonder why at no point we thought, maybe that lad.
1: Yeah, he, had, he scored that screamer anyway, cut inside on his left foot on like, right hand corner at penalty area and mm. smashed it into the top corner Then I'm like hello Will <laughs> <laughs> yeah um, I think Dolby's still on E19 so
0: if I, and again there's a very good chance I'm getting him mixed up with Jordan Seams, but
1: he's got a right
0: baby face on him as well as Sam Dolby if mm. I remember rightly
1: yeah uh, lastly this one is one that hasn't played once for under 23s this year but it's just an interesting one J-Roy
0: it's been that long since I've watched him play that now my main memory of him is the shithouseness of of some of his performances where and it and it was bad like I think now looking at the, how bad we were as a team last season it makes the the treatment he got look even worse because we were awful last season. Yeah.
1: Apparently, he had a really good game for Dutch under twenties the other night. Oh. And he was in the under-19s before, were not he?
0: Yeah.
1: So he's he's apparently stepped up with that.
0: Well, it's now... I, I, I think I've said it before, And he has but
1: a cap for the under-21s now as well.
0: Well, I think in FIFA... FIFA rank under-20s football now higher than under-21s football.
1: Yeah, because...
0: I think it's rated at a it's higher... It's propped
1: up by the South Americans, isn't it? Because they don't do under-21s. Yeah. They just do under-20s. They do... Sixteen, seventeen, twenty-one, and then twenty-three for Olympics. Yeah, twenty, then twenty-three, no
0: twenty-one. Mm. Um, he's clearly going to be doing something right if he's still if he's still getting, you know, youth caps because he'll be. By, yeah, I think uh, he'll be his,
1: the difference with him is he's played twenty-four times for Venlo, mm. and that's in the Eredivisie. That's in the top tier. Yeah, and when I think of how much uh, you know that Matt, I don't know if you saw any at Wales game against Slovakia but they play they started a lad called a, a lad called Matt Smith
0: but not, not big Matt Smith no
1: in centre midfield who plays for Man City mm. but he's on loan at 20 and the commentators were saying he's been running the show and they're miles ahead in the Eredivisie and they said it and I went well that's not right is it because PSVR and it, it turns out they got relegated last season yeah they're about 15 points clear in the second team or yeah. something they're battering everyone but apparently he's been really good but if Grotz playing week in week out at a higher level than that. And he does have some ability and he is quick and he is strong when it can be asked. which admittedly he didn't look as if he could when he came on, but mm. it does sound like there was a lot of off-field stuff. I definitely think he'll get pre-season. Yeah. Again, maybe not if we go up, but I refuse to be, like, I'm not going to assume that because I've been burned so many times, that <laughs> I'm definitely assuming, much like in the square ball style, some heartbreaking playoff defeat. Yeah. I don't um, even think the final. I think the last minute of the semi-final and it was offside.
0: <laughs> that fucking Jimmy Abdu was
1: going
0: <laughs> to ruin everything. It'll be interesting because it was the same we were saying last season with Click when he went out on loan there. Like, he was doing well yeah. in a notable division.
1: I remember, I actually, it popped into me the other day. I remember saying about Click, we were saying, I'm not saying he should be in the team. All I'm saying is he definitely shouldn't be this far away from the team. Because we hadn't seen enough to know that he was as good as it turns out he is. But we could tell he wasn't as bad as they were making him look. Yeah, Particularly then... when Ewan and O'Kane was God. being all O'Kane. and O'Kane. God, I can't believe that when we signed him, I liked him. That's how bad he's got. Mm. I really liked him at first. We've started ruining centre midfielders now. They go through a quite a nice phase and then all
0: of a sudden they kind of drop. Because Britcutt was the same. Like,
1: Yeah, Brit... it fell off a cliff.
0: Yeah, just... And... I love Liam Brink. I love the idea of Liam Brink cut I think, at this point more than anything. But his first two years was was exactly what we needed, just a tough tackling centre mid who would mm. give the ball off to one of the wingers. And then, yeah, he just absolutely collapsed. But, yeah, definitely someone who's worth taking a look at. Did you see how many goals he's got?
1: Uh, I think it was three or four. Yeah. But I, I know think he's, he's played wide a lot.
0: Yeah, he... he does tend to play more on the right hand side,
1: doesn't he? Yeah. The the, the thing is though, Elizabeth, we're talking about all these under twenty-threes. But obviously I'm not we're not including Shackleton and Clark. Mm. Who they're both eighteen, aren't they? Oh, yeah. Shackleton turned nineteen now. He might have turned nineteen by now. But Tyler Roberts has just turned twenty.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, there's a there's a lot of good players. I mean Peacock Falls only like twenty two, which for a keeper yeah. is that's that's nineteen. You yeah know, it's like there's, there's a lot of players to be excited about. The main one for me being Bogut's, but yeah, like if if the if bad if it goes wrong and we don't go up, Bogut's is definitely in the match day squad first day next season.
0: I was going to say that's I,
1: how I, I think that's how good he, he is. I definitely think he's there.
0: Because I think I think the sad thing is if if we don't go up, there are a number of players you look at and think they will be gone. <sighs>
1: I, it's a really depressing topic, but... But we're going there. If we don't go up, I think someone comes in and buys Janssen.
0: Oh, yeah, I think Janssen's the first one.
1: And I, I would... If we don't go up this season, I, I, I wouldn't even begrudge him it. No, Provided this Provided we get is, good money.
0: This is his third year in the championship it, now.
1: I mean, we won't have to sell him. Mm. Radrizani, I mean, he gets called tight every week, so we're not spending ridiculous amounts. Yeah, And it's only. Wait, was that the start of last season when he signed a new five-year deal?
0: Yeah, when we had that really good start to the season, we gave everyone a contract. Yeah, I
1: gave literally everyone a contract. Like, four-year deal for Shopnessy, three-year yeah. deal for O'Kane. Uh, uh, but, like, I think I think someone would come in and buy him. I think there'd be bids for Cooper, but I don't think he'd go anywhere.
0: Honestly, I think looking at the way he's playing at the moment, at would
1: I think he'd stay as well. Mm. I think if he played a full season at left that like this, someone would want mm. him. But because it's only half, I think we'd be alright. Uh, I think Ailing's drop off in form would keep him here. Yeah. Casilla would stay for one more. I know it was a four and a half year deal, but he came from Real Madrid. He didn't stay in the championship for that long.
0: It'd be definitely interesting, Phillips. There'd be
1: loads of interest. We'd be having to beat him off with a stick. And I don't think we'd I think because he's English, someone will come in, someone will come in with 15, 16 million and we'd struggle to turn that down. Do you think Hernandez would do another season? I think it'd be up to him it'd be do you want to go I I think think it's it's more it's not going to Premier League it's go back to Spain or stay I think yeah
0: who's the what's the club he wants to
1: I can't remember but he already owns one in like the third regional divisions or
0: something like that I think he there was talk that he kind of wants to finish up there yeah
1: I could see that Uh, obviously this is a really depressing topic and we're really hoping this doesn't happen but you know it's gonna but we we
0: are just gutting the squad yeah
1: um like I think, click could hang around another year.
0: Yeah, I think. Again, I think if uh, I think the 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 peak of his interest probably would have been in January from the start of the season he had. I think he's kind of leveled off a little bit, but you know, it's still has still been a a good performer for us.
1: As, as depressing as it is, I think we would struggle all well down the clock.
0: Again, I think I think every club in yeah.
1: every single Premier League club will want to sign him. It
0: was quite funny starting a, a new save on football manager with oh the, you've with been the on it since
1: the update how is he, how is he now because he was good before it
0: he's now he's now actually a, a right winger because yeah. they had him down as a striker before yeah. who could play on the right wing but now he starts off with like 24 teams interested in him
1: oh so like instead of before where he was sort of two, two stars but potential of five in the championship he's, he's or- now he's, like four
0: <laughs> he's already three maybe three and a half stars at the start. In the
1: Championship and yeah. five.
0: Yeah, so...
1: But yeah, I think we'd struggle to hold on to him and I think someone had come in for Roof as well.
0: Yeah, a bit, I think Roof be I think
1: we'd be okay with Bamford.
0: Because I think with a couple of teams as well, the, the issue is not necessarily players moving up to the Premier League, but if you get a couple of clubs coming down that have got money to spend, someone, then they'll look
1: at someone like Roof. If you've someone who come down in the way Stoke did this season... mm if you're in the championship, and you think, he's got one year left on his deal, 12, 13 million for Roof. He
0: still hasn't signed a new contract no, yet. No, he still
1: hasn't signed a new deal. He's he's n- only got one year left. There's no talk and
0: about this anymore. I'm not even
1: saying this is a bad thing for him. I think he's waiting to see what happens at the end of the season. Hmm. And it's a smart move he's from not a boyhood Leeds fan or something
0: I mean I'm devastated I think clear... he should sign a seven year contract today
1: <laughs> <but> <laughs> on four pounds a week
0: <laughs> no Radrizani get me signed up um,
1: but yeah but I think, yeah,
0: I think especially once you get to this point of the season it's not the it's worst idea it's not happening idea. before the end yeah Un- unless you know Sheffield United have a-, a big slip up and all of a sudden we establish a five-point lead. Yeah, with. then
1: they might do it.
0: Yeah, but you don't blame him. Um, but
1: yeah, the the good the one good thing with that... Is, I mean, there's no good thing with that. This would be us not going up out, and losing, losing some players. players. <laughs> but it's not as worrying as it would have been a couple of years ago after Chilino gutted the academy.
0: Even if even if you'd looked at that at the start of this season, because this season... You wouldn't have wanted Edmondson being too close to the first team still. Bogut's wasn't a thing. Jack Clark would have still been moving up because he was yeah, we, kind of been touted in uh, the last we season. We banged
1: on about him all last season.
0: We didn't really have much of a clue about Jamie Shackleton until this season.
1: Uh, no, Shackleton had been talked about. Shackleton was like Redfern's favourite. Hmm. You know, when he was, like, 15, 16, he was... But but he hadn't been anywhere near the first team. Oh, no, he hadn't. He'd been on... He went on the pre-season tour at the start of last season. mm. But I don't think they used him. I think they just sent him for the experience. Yeah. But, like, I I, I really wasn't expecting, when I first watched him in a friendly, to see him rock up at, like, right back.
0: Yeah. (laughs) I I think this season, with some of the names you've kind of mentioned in terms of Robbie Garts, Alfie McCallmon you wouldn't have wanted those players no. in and around the first team at the start of this season. But now? Now with the experience that they've had, um, getting used to that style of play. And I think that's one of the other things, like uh, we were saying before about Sam Dolby being away. I can't imagine that Markham are playing anywhere near a similar style to us.
1: No, that's true.
0: Because I, I mean, don't...
1: Dolby ended up playing on left quite a lot in twenty phase.
0: Because I, th- I think, unfortunately, our style not only kind of depends on a certain level of fitness, but you've got to be a good standard of player to you've, pull it off as well. Yeah,
1: you've got to be technically
0: good, and I, and I think anything below top end championship club, and I think you're struggling to pull it off as well. Mm. Which which is sad if you so if you're not if you're not getting at least football league experience, kind of getting used to the more physical side of the game, you, you're missing out a lot.
1: Yeah, uh, well, that ended up being a much longer under 20 discussion than I thought it would. But well, that's probably a good thing because it'll pad out the podcast. It got a bit sad as well, but yeah. it well, miss, we, gonna we're gonna Leeds tabla. We're Leeds fans. We have to go to the <laughs> worst possible. There's no way around that. Uh, luckily, you're still in the country for this. What day do you go back? Uh, Monday morning. Monday morning. Cool. Uh, Saturday, three o'clock.
0: Bloody hell. Something we don't say too often.
1: Twentieth yeah, uh, place, Millwall. I'm really looking forward to this. Yeah, uh, they're one point above relegation zone, but they've got one game in hand from FA Cup. run. I uh, if it w- if the semi-finals weren't at Wembley, I'd have kind of wanted them to go through to the semi-final and then get beat. I yeah. wanted them to keep getting distracted, so they were more likely to get relegated. <laughs> yeah, because I really hate them. Uh, their last five, lost 2-1 at Hull, lost 2-1 at Bolton, wow. lost 3-1 against Norwich, yeah. beat Birmingham away 2-0, and then got beat on penalties by Brighton after a two-all draw after David Martin's massive fuck-up. Did you see that, by the way? No. Uh, it was knockout, last-minute free-kick, I think. No, it wasn't knockout. I can't oh, wait, remember. when you say David Martin? Yes, that one. Okay. Uh, he's like 33 now. Overhit free kick in last minute going just wide at foul post for a goal kick but he's under no pressure Martin comes out to catch it fumbles it off his own shoulder and into the goal oh. last minute it was hilarious oh. uh, their squad isn't particularly great Jordan Arch is the first choice for you as Martin for FA Cup uh, Jake Cooper's massive the centre back and he's caused us trouble every time we've played him
0: he's the one that's like 6-6 six, six, yeah. uh,
1: and they've signed Alex Pearce on loan from Derby who must have been injured because he only got into the team the last two games but Apparently he's been really good for him in those two games.
0: I quite like Alex Pierce. Yeah. He's he's not he's a decent championship defender. Nothing spectacular, I don't think, but no,
1: he's alright. Uh they've nothing great in centre mid since they lost George Savile to Borough. On wings Shane Ferguson and Aidan O'Brien are alright. But uh, Shane Ferguson suspended because he got sent off against Brighton.
0: Well, you know who the ideal candidate for right winger is. Yeah. For Shift. Uh, Steve Morrison.
1: Yeah, Steve for Shift Morrison always. The last couple of weeks, the last couple of years, he's done well at Ellen Road for them. Mm. Uh, What I mean, I don't know how because he clearly has no ability. Just going back to last season, he's thirty-five as well now. And
0: to be fair, he's looked thirty-five for ten years. Yeah, that's true. But I'm just, I'm just now reminded because obviously this fixture last season was in January. I was, I was on my training weekend before I went back to America. Uh, Liam Cooper got sent off. Yeah, going over the ball doing yep. a, Basically had a Liam Cooper.
1: It was that run where we got four red cards in five games.
0: Yeah. But we, we, we what happened? He got sent off. We went 3-0 down.
1: Um no, we went we were 2-0 down and down to 10 men at half time. Yeah. Then Lasoga scored, pulled one back. Pierre michel Then Lasaga scored that screamer from the edge of the box. On his that, left foot. Can that's the one where... Get him get the box, you fat. <laughs> get in! And then s- scored the Screamer. And then we went 3-2 up uh, with, like, a goal mouse scramble, I think it was. Mm. And then Tom Elliott and someone else scored in both in, in, like, the 89th minute and stoppage time for them to nick it. Yeah. This happened, like Because it was one of the two games in a row. It happened two games in a row where the crowd were, like ironic cheers for Leeds that's how bad we were and yeah. then they scored and suddenly the cheers became really real and every, the atmosphere just went mental um,
0: as, opposed to, you know, as opposed to the last few weeks where we've won a header from the long ball after kickoff, and the crowd's going
1: fucking come on we got this boys <laughs> uh, Yeah, they've, as I mentioned Tom Elliott they've also got Lee Gregory up front uh, their last five games they've played one up top three times and they've played two up top twice so I'm not sure, but I would expect him to come to our place and put 10 men behind ball. Yeah. So I would think we'll be four-one-four-one. one one The one bit of news that did come out today, which people weren't actually shocked by because we we thought this might happen, apparently Jansen and Forshaw might be fit. Yeah. I think Forshaw would only be on the bench anyway, mm. but if Janssen's fit, fucking brilliant.
0: Yeah, that would be big news for us. Um
1: I'm going to assume that he isn't, so I'm not disappointed.
0: Well, I think because I, th- I think we mentioned last time, I'm, I'm still of the opinion that if if he's not, it should be Berardi and Cooper.
1: Yeah, I, I'd go Berardi because there, well. there
0: was talk as well, especially with Forshaw being a possibility that Phillips would drop back. But I think I'd... I think at this point of the season, don't don't move someone who is performing well, like very well in that position. Yeah, leave like, it. I I
1: definitely play Berardi. And, I
0: agree. And Bielsa also likes Berardi as a centre-back. Yeah. I, again, he well, just he likes him as like someone who can pass the ball yeah, out. Yeah, and,
1: and he started the season brilliantly. I mean, Jansen it, came it, back from suspension and didn't play for three games
0: because yeah, Berardi it,
1: and Cooper did but, that well that he well, just was, said, no, actually changed
0: it. it. was the fact he'd been on holiday as well because that was... Um, he'd been
1: at the World Cup and everything. Yeah, he'd been he'd at, at the, the World like, Cup, so great.
0: he didn't actually... I, th- I think he might have played the last preseason game, but yeah. that was it. He was away for the rest of preseason. Um... And yeah, we did we did so well with those two, and and considering our, I still remember watching the Newport game with you and looking at Barati at centre back, going, "This is a ridiculous idea." What we again just goes to show: get a world class manager, and he can yeah. make a twenty nine year old uh, essentially a right back that can also play left back and turn him into a quality ball playing central defender.
1: Yeah, um, as a, if uh, yeah, I reckon it will be Berardi. I'm not. Sure, anything else will change. Uh, I would like, personally, to see Clark in for Harrison. But I'm not sure. I think Clark will probably only be on the bench.
0: I'm not going to lie. Jack Clark is, I think, the better player. Yeah. But given the way Bielsa picks his team, I can't see him changing
1: Harrison. Because I think Harrison's played well. Oh, Harrison is massively... He didn't have a great game against Sheffield United.
0: To be but honest, I, sort of, I thought
1: he did alright first half he was, No he, he wasn't abysmal But he, mm. he didn't have a great game he, he was rightly the first person subbed I don't agree with him bringing on Barry Douglas and switching <laughs> that But I think it was the right person to go off But he's been better The, la- the last two months he's been better mm. So I'm, I've no problem if he does start I just I w- personally would like I wouldn't even say
0: better I, th- I think he's been good
1: Because I think we're going to have all the ball in this game I'd yeah. Like to have Clark on and just go, wait, run at him, and if you get knackered, we'll take you off after an hour.
0: I'm glad, I'm glad he got that time in the under twenty threes because I, I, I think at times you saw him in that under, in the Sheffield United game, and he just, he looked like he'd been away for yeah. a few weeks. It just, you know, it'd be good. To, it's been good for him to get a bit of game time in, at least before this. But
1: yeah. Uh, obviously Bamford up top, Roberts off him. You won't you won't expect any of that to change. Click will be in.
0: Yeah, I, I can't see much. Alioski will
1: stay at left back. I, I can't. Busy Brown. I'll, I think he'll be on the bench. I think. Mm. I think he will have him on the bench. Mm. If he isn't, because he's not ill now. Be- if he isn't, he's done. We will never see him in the be- first team game bear again. Bear in
0: mind, we've got players back now as
1: well. Yeah. Um. Obviously, it- we didn't mention it, but uh, Pick Up Fowler will be in goal.
0: Yeah. So you'd imagine Hoffer
1: on the bench. Or is he injured? Uh, he might be injured because he hasn't played any of the under-23 games recently. Males played a few, and then Miazek played last night.
0: Yeah. That'll probably be Miazek, uh,
1: I would think that Huffer, if he's fit, will get the nod, just because there's that foreign player quarter, yeah, is And Huffer's English, so that always helps him. Mm. Um, and he's actually played in the first team. Yeah, these are not much of a side. We're at home. Our record at home to Millwall is actually pretty good outside of the last couple of years, so I'm obviously going to say 2-1 Millwall.
0: Uh, I'm, I'm going to go for all the optimism and say 3-1 yeah. to lead. Just have to clarify that with your, with, with no, your I'm, style of predicting it.
1: I know that it didn't work against Sheffield United, but I'm staying with it. Also, this weekend I get to have my uh, traditional £25 double on Norwich and Sheffield United. <laughs> <laughs> Here's 25 quid. I don't want to win. <laughs> Off you go. Well, that was it, it started though. out with me having fivers, and they keep winning. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then, after the following Saturday, Birmingham away. They That's again Saturday, three o'clock. Uh, they're 18th in the league, but they would be 13th without the points deduction hmm. and they beat us 2-1 cheating bastards they beat us 2-1 at Ellen Road they played 4-4-2 There was, was
0: some absolute shit house time wasting in that game yeah
1: this was one of the games where uh, where you can say Bielsa got it wrong because he kept it far at the back and didn't switch to the three centre backs mm. and then they struggled up against Adams and Jukovic uh, one but, of the best players in the world he's one of one of the five isn't he with <laughs> double figures oh speaking of uh there was like a football league. There was Championship League One and League Two teams of the season released today. Mm. Like the football manager sponsored ones. I'm not sure. I think it's a Sky Sports one. Yeah. No Hernandez. Wow. Every fans of other clubs going really.
0: <laughs> that that's that's impressive it's to got, not the, put Hernandez I think in. they
1: played a four-three-three and had Adams, Pookie. And someone else up front instead, but and every, and everyone was like, "No, Hernandez has to be in this." Yeah, but uh, no, uh, they're not. They're a decent side. When they're on a good run, they look like they might even sneak up to the playoffs. But and obviously, they've got the snake in charge. Honestly,
0: I look at that team, and I, th- I think the word that comes to mind is functional. Yeah, uh, it's, a, it's a very there's nothing outstanding about them, but they all. I I think it's a very I know as the, the as the project as, as he Yeah. Um but I th- I think the it is a group of players who do a job.
1: Yeah. Uh I think this time we will drop Phillips in and play at least start with him as a third centre back. Because these will play 4-4-2. They have done yeah. almost every game. Unless they get some injuries then they might change. Uh, their last five won two one at Bristol City, lost two in a little, lost two one against Villa when they punched Grealish.
0: And it's the like one that time when I, they punch Grealish. It's the
1: one time I was so pleased to see Grealish score that winner. I was like, "Good, ah, good for you." <laughs> you know, fair play. Uh, they got beat. Can two- I just
0: say though, off the football pitch, though? I, I do look at Jack Grealish and think he probably had it coming. Mm. I don't know what for, but I think he probably had it coming.
1: Yeah, that's true. I mean, you've been known to justify assault. <laughs>
0: He uh, just—he just looks like someone who deserves a punch. Not—not yeah. not while he's at work. <laughs> but but you know when he when he's um, been having a, a good time in Ibiza or wherever it is he goes. Yeah. With his short socks.
1: Uh, they got beat two nil at home by Millwall and got beat one nil away uh, in Form Preston. Very informed Preston. Who is our game after this? Uh, yeah, they've. I mean Lee goal is all right. As you're saying, Harley Dean, Michael Morrison, decent centre-backs, Christian Pedersen, decent. pretty good left-back, but, you know, was he worth a point deduction? <laughs> I'm not
0: sure he was he's worth He's got a to b- carry that on his shoulders for the rest of the season. Yeah. Uh,
1: they've been playing like a younger lad called Wes Harding at right-back instead of Maxime Collin. Apparently he's been all right. Uh, attacking mids, Magoma and Hotter are all right. And they've got both Craig and Gary Gardner and Michael Kiefton-Beld. So they've got some decent, deep midfielders.
0: I was going to say, was it Craig Gardner who seemed to be on a mission in, in the home game to get himself sent off? Yes, it was. Because yeah. he was just flying into tackles and then Monk had to sub him. At. Yeah. I, think he, I think he actually cropped himself in yeah. fouling someone.
1: Craig Gardner's the older one that likes a long shot even more. Yeah. Uh, yeah, these aren't much the of a The English side.
0: Sebastian Larson, if you will.
1: For some reason, when I think of Birmingham away, the only game that actually comes into my head now is that 3-1 win and I just remember Padrafa. Oh, God, yeah.
0: Scoring. S- some names of di- that just appear and very quickly disappear. disappear. Again.
1: <laughs> uh Yeah, for this one, tough away game. Uh, I will go with 2-1 to Birmingham. <laughs> I'm going to keep doing this.
0: <laughs> I I think this is going to be fair. I'm going to say 1-0 to Leeds. I can't, I can't see there being many goals in this.
1: Now they were... It's another one where it's sad it should be. And one... We don't have any notes for this, but we're going to have to preview this one now because the way schedule's going to work out, we'll have to do it after the, this game.
0: It kind of depends on how their next two games go. But I'm not entirely looking forward to playing Preston at the moment.
1: No, they're uh, the same- a... very good
0: side, and as we've heard on the square ball, they have the power of Jesus. Yes. Um... Unbeaten in 10, I think it is at the moment. Maybe 11. Um... They've been on a on a really good run, and and honestly, uh, they, th-
1: this only has the last this has the last six nil nil against Forest, 1-3-1 at Millwall, one one with Bristol City, one one nil at Blackburn, 1-2-1 at Middlesbrough, beat Birmingham one nil. I don't know if they are they does it say whereabouts they are in the league. I think they're about tenth or ninth. Uh, I can find out what the championship table but, is. But honestly,
0: with the run they're putting together, I don't know if they they're doing a reading at this point, and make, and they're going to be that late team that kind of pushes.
1: they're only a serious chance I haven't found the table yet but I think they're 7th Uh, they are indeed 7th they're only one point off Middlesbrough in 5th oh wow Um, obviously like there's Norwich 78 Sheffield United 74 us 73 uh, West uh, West Brom are like on their own on 67 yeah and then Borough Villa Preston Derby Bristol City Chef Wednesday Forest 58 to 54 separates all of them so they've all still got a chance. Yeah, I think
0: I, I, unless it unless they've kind of bolted. Uh, I'll tell you what. I didn't realise
1: Chef Wednesday got back up to tenth. No, Steve, that... Steve Bruce is doing bloody well since he went there. Well, you know this is which why I believe I... is our game after this Preston game.
0: That might not sort of preview that one as well. Mm. Just, nah, we, should we, we just be... do them all now to yeah. the end of the season? <laughs>
1: yeah, we'll be back before then. Uh, obviously, they they have got some pretty good players.
0: Neil Kilkenny, Jermaine Beckford, Paul Huntington. Yeah, uh, Paul Huntington is there. Yeah, I've got
1: uh, Declan Ludd as keeper. He's pretty good. Good championship keeper. Yeah, uh, def- defence-wise, I, I don't think that they've got much in terms of that. I mean, they've still got Paul Huntington, but I'm, I'm not sure if he's still in the Although, by the looks of it, he is still in the team because par- apparently he's made 21 appearances yeah. this season. Uh, Alan Brown's been banging goals in lately from centre mid and getting quite high ratings. Son of Michael. He's uh, not the
0: son of Michael Brown.
1: <laughs> I've got Lucas Nemecha on loan from Man City who are linked with us good quite time. heavily. Yeah. But, a good player. No, they they are playing pretty well at the minute. They've got that's him, it's uh, Jaden Stockley, and if I had the sign from I want to say Exeter in League Two, and he's got 18 twelve or something since he signed. Mm. He's looking pretty good.
0: That's uh, it's gonna be a tough game. And This one... w-
1: this one's for Tuesday because 'cause I've actually they've given us five and a half thousand tickets, so I can actually go to this one.
0: It's um, it's a double-edged sword, is this one, because th- before this game, they, I believe they play Sheffield United.
1: Oh, is that the game coming up?
0: I believe so. I believe Sheffield United's next two games are Stoke and Preston.
1: Yeah, Preston's next two are Reading away and then Sheffield United at home.
0: Yeah. So ideally, you kind of want them to keep the run going. You want to- them
1: to go into this after a big win. Yes, but then lose all the confidence <laughs> in training.
0: <laughs> yeah, I want them to beat second in the table comfortably, and then lose and then to for us for some reason. Just collapse against us. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say two-one leads.
1: I'm gonna go one-all for this one.
0: If we lose now because of your confidence.
1: No, that I'm just not predicting wins anymore. <laughs> I predicted draw against Bolton and wins. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think I think that's ended up longer than I expected it to be. To be honest. Yeah, we had a nice, nice long chat. Oh yeah, chat it's about like ten to nine. So definitely, we need to order some food. Yeah. And I need another beer. I don't.
0: If I have another drink, I'll fall asleep. Yeah, that's true. I'll wake up on Friday.
1: Shit, there's a wedding. Yeah. And ah! we, yeah, and. We, <laughs> Are you nervous about your best man's speech? No. That's true. You've got the confidence that only an idiot can
0: have. <laughs> I've got the confidence and self-deprecation to kind of
1: carry this, I think. You've got that liberal arts confidence without having any, arti- without, without having any artistic merit to you whatsoever. <laughs>
0: I've only written one thing down so far, and it's uh, "Let's give it up for the caterers." Woo! <laughs> but I'm sure I can. I'm sure I'll wing it from there, and it'll be fine.
1: Ah, just go uh, fuck Gary Boya.
0: <laughs> to be honest, I was thinking of just writing down the transcript of uh Bielsa's presentation, and I think I might just recite that. Yeah, I'll just, just basically deliver a lecture.
1: Or you could do Virginella Gattuso quote to describe marriage. Which one's that one? Sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit. <laughs> <laughs> and speaking of things that sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit, you've been listening to the Mighty Whites Podcast. We're at com, we're at Mighty on Twitter. Some of the sometimes maybe good, sometimes maybe shit things that we write go up on through it all together, which is at T H I U, it's all L U F C. There we go. We managed to make it almost make sense at the end of the podcast for once. Yeah. Uh, so yeah I think that'll do us and we will be back after a Preston game I've been Jack see ya
0: and um, I've been Casey I'm in the country for about five days I'm leaving so this, this has been magical
1: yeah he's leaving thank goodness for small miracles see you later <laughs>